Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. And today, I want to talk about whiny people because, um, you know, I have for almost a year now been getting messages on a nearly daily basis. I get comments on a daily basis on all my different posts. And the one like unifying thing that I see across the board is that at least a dozen or more people are whining about stuff like every single day. What, what has this world come to that everybody seems to have something to whine about, to complain about that this isn't right, or they don't have that. Or like, like guys, do you not understand that the world doesn't owe you anything? Like the life is just not going to hand you stuff on a silver platter. You, you really do have to go out there and figure things out for yourself and make things happen. Every single day, I get somebody asking me to um, basically send them a computer. Like, no, I'm not going to send anybody a computer. I'm not like, definitely not right now. Like, no. Um, but, you know, and I get these amazing stories. Like my family just died. My uncle just died. My mother just died. My father just died. Um, I, I lost my job. I did this. Like, oh, life is so horrible. Can you like send me a new computer so I can start streaming? No. No, if you want to start streaming, you're going to have to do the same thing everybody else does and you need to go get a job or you need to find a way to make some money, okay? That's how the world works. That's That really is how it works. And don't let anybody trick you. Like if you want the nice things in life, you are going to have to find a way to afford them yourself, okay? You know, I um, whenever I, I think of any of these people who are messaging me, you know, complaining about how awful their life is, all these medical conditions they have, all the trouble they're in, you know, the poor upbringing they had. I, I just have to think to a good friend of mine who had every single thing one of these whiny people are complaining about. He had a terrible upbringing. He had a major drug problem for a while. He had no, no job. He had no money. He was living in his car and then his car got repossessed. He was living in the woods for a while. And like he never once, not once quit. He scrapped and he scraped and he found and he hustled and he worked and he talked and he connived and he, he did everything he possibly could in order to get a foothold, in order to get a leg up. And now he has a factory and he's got like a 9,000 square foot factory. He's building out this incredible business. He's got investors. He's doing, he's looking at doing business around the world. He's looking at buying land in Canada to buy trees, like stuff that. You know, the average person who's sitting there whining would never in a million years even consider because they're so focused on, you know, just getting a quick score, just just something to like make them feel a little bit better about their, you know, what's wrong with their life. You went, know, even though that's BS, you know, they, they take these whiny people take no initiative. And if you're just going to sit there and you're going to complain and go, oh, woe is me, you're right. You're absolutely right. If you sit there and go, oh, woe is me, poor me, you're absolutely right. And that, that's the life you're going to get. I like, it drives me absolutely nuts just how entitled these people seem to feel. And, you know, honestly, I don't care if I lose followers. You know, somebody's sitting there listening to this going, hey, that sounds like me. I, I messaged him too. Like, I don't even care less if you guys leave because, you know, that's not the gamerpreneur spirit. The gamerpreneur spirit really is what do I have to do to make my life better? And if you're just going to sit there and just try to like complain and wish and hope, but take absolutely no action whatsoever yourself, like 
I, you know, anytime somebody complains to me and says, I really, I need a new computer so I can start streaming. That's my only path out of poverty. I'm like, no, no, you actually probably find a path out of poverty first and then worry about the streaming because that's probably the better bet. And then I'll give some several suggestions on things they can do that don't take an education, that don't take a lot of hard work that, you know, it may take um, a little bit of courage and, you know, the ability to ask people for business. But in the end, you, you will eventually get a client. If you ask enough people, I, people chew me out for it. Like, no, nah, that's not what I wanted. You can you just send me a computer? Like, no, no. Like if you are not willing to sit there and be willing to work through the pain in the moment of your life that you're currently in, in order to do something better with it, then, you know, there's really nothing I can do for you. It doesn't matter. Honestly, it wouldn't matter if I did give you a computer. It wouldn't matter if I gave you $5,000 today. It wouldn't matter, honestly, how much money I give you. I could give you $100,000 US right now. And if you are the mindset, woe is me, I'm so poor, everything's wrong in my life, nothing works out for me, that $100,000 be gone in an instant. And I know that because I've lived it myself. I have done that myself. I've then worked with other people who I've seen happen to. And the truth is, that's just how it is. You have to fix you before you can fix your monetary situation. And, you know, if, just as an aside, like if you've got some sort of, um, I don't know, what's the PC term for it? Um, if you have some sort of diagnosis, okay, it doesn't matter what the diagnosis is. If you are sitting there and you are letting that hold you back, it's, you know, woe is you, poor you. It's the same situation as everybody else who's just poor and has no money. Like the truth is, it doesn't really matter how poor off you are. The, like the dude I was just mentioning not long ago, like the one who was living in the woods because he had absolutely no money, he's been diagnosed with stuff too. And he found a way through it. Like there have been people who have been literally completely paralyzed from the neck down. Okay. We're told never going to walk again. And then they worked through it and were able to be able to walk again. Like just because you have a condition doesn't mean you may not be able to get a better life in spite of it. I'm not saying despite it, in spite of it. Okay. You don't have to let people tell you that you have to be put down, that you don't, you don't have to let yourself live in a state of, Oh, woe is me. And if you are there, knock that off. Like I'm, I'm not going to curse on my show because I, I try not to as hard as I possibly can, but I'm oh, man, gosh, gee, golly whiz. I got so frustrated on a message I got just before I got on here. And it, it wasn't so much that, you know, uh, you know, my family died. I need money, blah, blah, blah. I get that like every day. It was when I suggested like, here's an option for you to be able to like build a business, make a little bit of money. It won't take too much. Like you're already online all day anyway, just do so many social media. There's, there's plenty of businesses right now in the United States. Okay. That would be more than happy to have somebody managing their social media for them because they know right now during a, a pandemic that being online is like the key to keeping their business going, right? Like that makes sense, right? Like if you're online, you're more likely to get a client than having somebody walk by your storefront because you're not even allowed to be open. So if you can have someone managing your social media, because maybe you're not that good on, at it, or maybe you don't have the time because you're actually running your business. If somebody came to you and said, Hey, I'd be willing to manage your social media for a few hundred dollars a month. 
they may be up for taking it, especially since social media managers, um, higher end social media managers, the ones I've come across, charge between $3,000 and $5,000 per month, plus whatever ad spend you want to you wanna do. All right. So if you come in, you're like, I do it for a couple hundred dollars. I can, I can almost guarantee you, you would be able to find a business here in the United States if you ask enough of them that would let you do it, right? Right there is a way that somebody can make some money. And I basically said this, like, you know, your situation may be bad, but at least you have the internet. At least you can like reach out to people and maybe be able to do this for them. And the dude like chewed me out and like, you don't understand you know, my life. You don't understand how it is for me. And God, it, make, it makes me so frustrated because there are so many options for being able to make money in this world. The, the real issue that most people have is they don't use the thing that's in between their ears. They don't use their brain. They don't sit there and actually think of an option that might be able to take them a step further, a step farther or let alone one step, 10 steps further. How can you like supercharge your life? What are the things that you can do? And a lot of people kind of understand what that might be. Um, as an example, you know, a lot of streamers are like, how can I get a sponsor? All I need is someone to give me like a hundred dollars a month. And like, I could like do something with that, like a hundred bucks. You can't do anything with a hundred bucks. Go find someone who'd be willing to drop a few thousand dollars on you. And yeah, you know, nowadays it's a little tougher, you know, go back eight years when streaming was first starting and, and you had a ton of followers, you might've been able to get you know, a lot, but nowadays it's a little tougher. Now you have to prove yourself. So how many viewers are you actually getting? How much merchandise are you actually able to move? Are you able to sell stuff? You know, if you can sell stuff on your stream, you could probably get pretty much any sponsor that you want because you have a proven track record of being able to sell stuff to your audience. Okay. Now with that in mind, most people don't think that. They instead think, oh, well, how can I, who can I beg to give me some money? And that's, that's where it ends. So like myself, I don't want sponsors. I, I really, it, it drives me nuts. Anytime somebody asks me, well, when are you going to get some sponsors? I don't want sponsors. I, I have no intention of having sponsors on my show. I want to sell advertising space. Okay. And that's a totally different criteria. That's totally different things. I need to prove different kinds of numbers in order to do that. And so I, my pitch deck is not a sponsorship deck. I don't, I'm not looking for sponsors. I'm looking for advertisers. So I'm trying to sell space rather than begging people to come on. And it's just a mindset. Start thinking of ways that you can, you can earn money rather than begging for it. And this applies to, gosh, everybody in the gaming space. I was just on the phone um, today with... Um, one of the OGs of esports. Uh, I'm not going to name dropped uh, on this one because I, I, I don't think I'm allowed to. Um, but I was on the phone with him, and he was he was basically telling me that esports is in a rough spot right now, and I um, investors are potentially pulling out of of a lot of places, and the reason being is because no one seems to know how to make money. And this is that's a common theme I have with a lot of the conversations I have with people in esports. Um, it's the teams with the organizations with uh, service providers. The thing that I hear a lot is like nobody knows how to make money, and nobody's making money in this space, and. So it should, maybe it should be no surprise that sponsors are starting to look with a little more cautious eye at esports and the gaming space because nobody's actually making money, right? It, 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 it shouldn't, it's a no-brainer. And these people, these businesses aren't just, they don't just throw money at like 
the, the wall and hope something sticks. They, they want to have proof. They're business people. They actually have people who have MBAs, uh, masters in business administration, who are trained to look at just sheets and sheets of numbers. And they talk to bankers and they talk to accountants. And those are the kinds of people's opinions that they care about. And if you're going to come in and you're like, oh, we've got the greatest thing ever, but you have no numbers to back it up, it, you shouldn't be surprised that you know, you're not going to get anywhere with a sponsor. Um, it is a little interesting though. Um, I will note in the esports space, and this is a co another conversation I've had, um, the teams, the esports teams, they get valued at crazy big numbers. Um, you know, like hundred million dollar plus, like it's insane how big the valuations are, especially when the teams aren't making any money. So that's, that's a little bit of a disparity, but my guess on that is, this is complete, complete speculation. I haven't really had a t uh, the chance to look at anybody's financials. Um, my bet is in the digital marketing space, your value is actually um, can be translated into um, your your viewership and the engagement rate and and all of that. So um, there, if you look online for like Instagram, um, oh gosh, uh, like profile value um, sponsorship or sponsored post calculator, something like that, sponsored post calculator. Um, you can find calculators that people were making three, four years ago, uh, in order to look at your follower count, the engagement rate you were getting. And then based on these numbers, you should be able to charge you know, X amount of dollars for a shout out. Well, my bet is in the gaming space, people are trying to apply those same numbers. Well, if they have this many viewers and they have this much engagement and this many total fans, and you know they get seen by this many people at this many tournaments, yeah, they run this giant calculation. And based on those numbers, we would say that you know this many people should end up purchasing something. Therefore, a sponsor post should be worth this much. And um, I don't think the gaming space is quite lining up with typical digital marketing worlds uh, because I, that's where the, the trouble is. You know, nobody's making money. Like no, no one's really selling a lot of merch. No one's getting filthy, stinking rich off of merch. Um, but they have a ton and ton and ton of followers just not really doing much other than watching. Um, but that's my, my particular speculation. And I went way off track on this episode. I was talking about whiny people. You know, that's, it, it really seems to me that's the gaming industry's problem is it's full of a bunch of whiny people who, for lack of better terms, a lot of them never got a real job. Um, a good number of people who went into esports, you know, they played and they were competitive and they might have won a championship. And then they saw how the whole thing was working because somebody set up the, the, the tournament and they saw the back end, or maybe they got involved in shout casting or they, they lived the life of gaming, but they never lived like real business. And because of it, they think they know it all. They think they've seen the world and know how esports and gaming really is. And, um, you know, I was on the phone on Friday with, um, somebody and he was lamenting the fact that when he calls up esports businesses, trying to do, um, uh, some type of work for them, I'm not going to, I don't want to, I really don't want to uh, give him a shout out at the moment. Um, he was lamenting the fact that they all, most of these owners are roughly my age, you know, between 27 and 35. And they have lived gaming. It's been their entire life the past like 20 years. And they really do think they're the smartest people in the room. And because of that, they're not willing to listen to professionals who went to school for like 20 some years and got advanced degrees and have lived in the professional world for decades because they don't, they don't, 
see the correlation between what they're doing because they've never had to experience it. And that's why it, it seems to me like gaming is just so full of whiny people is because they've never had that side of life experience and they don't choose to associate themselves largely. I'm not saying everybody, but to a large degree to associate themselves with people who've had that life experience in the business world, in the legal world, in the accounting world, in the banking world, you know, in the high finance world. And because they've never associated with those people, they just, it doesn't click for them why people aren't just handing money hand over fist, right? And so they sit around going, I don't know what's wrong with everybody. Like they should just understand what I'm doing here is awesome. And like what we're doing is fantastic. When in reality, you probably have the same idea everybody else does. And you're just one of another million other people doing the same thing. And you just don't recognize that fact. You haven't done the market analysis. You haven't taken a step beyond your, you know, you, you can't look beyond your own nose, so to speak, in order to recognize that there's a big wide world out there and you're just one of many. So I'm, I'm so tired of whiny people, but it is part of this particular um, life that I'm currently living kind of in the influencer world, right? Um, I get more and more messages every day and more and more whiny people, but it is what it is. And it's just how life is, is going to go. Um, I just wanted to get that off my chest because I, I, hopefully somebody listening to this goes, you know, the points Brad made here makes sense. And maybe I should actually start considering changing my own life a little bit. Maybe start reaching out to bankers and attorneys and accountants and people with MBAs and other high finance people. Start learning that side of the world. And maybe I can start building a real business to go talk to some digital marketers and start learning from them. Oh, don't, don't ask them for anything free. Don't be whiny. Don't, don't beg. Okay. Ask to learn. Maybe they'll be able to willing to teach you. Maybe you just go on a YouTube and learn from some people. Take some time to step beyond what you're comfortable with in this life. Learn something that you're not comfortable doing. And maybe eventually someday you'll become comfortable doing it and it will allow you to grow yourself and your business. So on that note, I'm going to say organization is the enemy of sloth. You have a plan, okay? Don't like begging somebody for a new computer is not a plan. That is not going to take you anywhere. What happens if I actually gave you the computer? Do you, do you have like any idea what you would do next? It's like the, the dog that catches the car that it's chasing. Like, what do you do next? Right? You have to ha have some concept of what comes after that. And then what comes after that? So what steps are you going to take? Because, you know, what happens if the computer like breaks? right? Like I, my, my computer right here has never been quite right since I built it. Uh, I know I need to dump a few thousand dollars more into it to fix whatever is wrong. I just haven't taken the time to, I, I, I haven't cared to honestly. Um, but like, maybe you, you build your new computer and you start running it and then like a $2,000 part breaks on it. What do you do now? Like, are you going to beg somebody else for a part or are you going to like have to figure out what you, like, ah, it, it, you need a plan. You need a plan of action, not just to start, but also as you're growing, because you know so many people are already in the thick of it. They've been doing this for a while. Start expanding your borders. Like you, you may have already been doing something. I, I know someone who's really good. I, I I'm, I'm very, I'm, you know, um, all I dream, all I dream. I'll give you a shout out. You are one of the best people I've ever seen at at getting yourself in front of people. You are so good at getting yourself featured on podcasts on different shows. You know, what else can you do though? Like look beyond just that. Like, you know, getting yourself featured on smaller podcasts is like one way to start, but like, how can you like 10 X what you're doing? Like, who can you talk to? Where can you go? You know, do you have an agent? Like that sort of thing. Uh, you might, I think. Um, but those are things to consider, you know, 
what is not comfortable for you right now? And you probably have those ideas. We all have those ideas that like, man, it'd be really good, good if I did this. I don't know if I'm ready for it yet or not. We'll figure out how to get ready for it and do those things and then do the thing you really wanted to do. It doesn't take that long. A couple months on you know, the outside, on the high end, just take the steps necessary to stop whining, please, please, for my sake. And if there's one person out there who's whining that I changed your life because of this episode, I will, I will feel really good about myself, honestly, but I'd be more happy for you because, you know, as when I first became a business coach, the very first thing I recognized after um, sitting down with a client was that they didn't actually want business advice. They wanted personal advice. They wanted some life coaching. And that's more or less where I have, I've noticed all of my coaching clients end up is I'm, I'm, I'm discussing your religion with you. I'm discussing your family with you. I'm discussing, you know, whether or not to leave your spouse. I'm like, Oh, that's <laughs> I was never trained for that. Um, and so I, I want you to understand like, that's really the first thing that you have to change. It's not your financial situation, it's you. You have to change your attitude. You have to change the beliefs that you're inferior, that you're less than somebody else, that you have some issue that's holding you down. There is nothing holding you down. The only thing holding you down is yourself and your belief that you're being held down. Let go of those shackles, let go of the chains holding you back, be your most awesome, most powerful, most confident self you possibly can, and there will be a change in your life guaranteed because I've seen it over and over again. All right. All right. That's what I got for you all today. I, I had to get that one off my chest. All right, everybody. Don't be just a gamer. Be a gamerpreneur.